0: Your host Beth Ann.
1: And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to get straight to the Lord in prayer. It's been an unusual morning. Well, I don't know if it's that unusual, but it's pretty it was a mess. <laughs> Let's go to the Lord in Prayer because we know He's the answer. For such a time as this, most gracious heavenly Father, we praise you and we give thanks to you. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. And I know that we say that each and every day, but, Father, how else can we define you and what you've done for us? And such a loving Father that you're always waiting, waiting for us to to turn back to you and away from our sins and ourselves, turn back to you. And be free. Free of those things that plague us. Those sins. Those addictions. Free of all of that. I ask you to guard us, Father, and guide us. Give us the gift of discernment. And, Father, protect us. And protect this nation. I ask that you will, and I know that you are watching over what's going on. I know that you... Nothing, a sparrow doesn't even fall without your knowledge. Father, as a nation, we have fallen. But you have people here. I know you know our hearts who long to bring this nation back to you. For we know that you are our salvation. Your ways are always the best ways, and our help is always coming from you. Awaken us, Father, with your truth. In Psalms, your word says to us, I will lift mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is the keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve Thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Abba Father, make us a repentant people who will lean on you, not on our own understanding, point us to the direction in the direction you would have us each each of us go. May we be a people that chase after your own heart. Your children are in great danger. Do not forsake us, Father. I pray you will hold back your wrath. Show us the best way to bring America home to you. For such a time as this. Amen. I was uh going to share a uh, scripture with you a few weeks ago. Woe to the Pharisees. And I got to thinking, you know, but who are we? So... This morning, I'm going to share it with you. But as I was preparing it, I was thinking, we just can't make this church every day. But then as if God was once again tapping me on the shoulder, each news article I brought up had some sort of scripture within it. Lest you think, now Beth, that's just what you were looking for. Most mornings, news absolutely bombards me. It's popping up. We've got these little things on the computer, and it just pops up. One news article from a different source just constantly. And I said to Rudy, nothing's popping up. There is no news. I can't find anything. I was searching and searching. And then when each one of those that I searched popped up a scripture, I thought, okay, whoa, well, whoa. On the Pharisees. Now I share this because I I'm looking at at those who believe themselves to be above the law and above the people. They no longer consider themselves servants of the people. But when we read this in Sunday school a few weeks ago, that's what came to mind. Obviously, politics always comes to mind. This is out of Luke 11, starting with verse 37 through 54. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. (laughs) But the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. Now think about this. Especially during this time of COVID. (laughs) Everybody's got to wash or wash again. And then after you wash it, you need to spray it with alcohol or you need to rub this antibacterial Stuff on you, almost said the C word. (laughs) Some people have done it so much that their hands are cracking. The scripture goes on. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness, you foolish people. Do not the one who made the outside make the, in, did not the one who makes the outside make the inside also? But now as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor and everything will be clean for you. Woe to you Pharisees, he said, because you give God a tenth of your mint, rue, and all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Woe to you Pharisees, because you love the most important seats in the synagogues and respect greetings in the marketplaces. I would stop right there. If you're a Baptist, maybe everybody's like this, you've got a certain pew you sit in. By golly, a new guest in there better not sit in your pew. They need to learn where they belong. (laughs) We are not unlike the Pharisees sometimes goes on woe to the pharisees because you are like unmarked graves which people walk over without knowing it one of the experts in the law answered him teacher when you say these things you insult us also <laughs> jesus replied and you experts in the law Woe to you, because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. Woe to you, because you build tombs for the prophets, and it was your ancestors who killed them. So you testify that you approve of what your ancestors did. They killed the prophets, and you build their tombs. Because of this God in his wisdom said I will send them prophets and apostles some of them some of whom they will kill and others they will persecute therefore this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets that has been shed since the beginning of the world woe to you experts in the law because you have taken away the key to knowledge you yourselves have not entered And you have hindered those who were entering. When Jesus went outside, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to oppose him fiercely and to besiege him with questions, waiting to catch him in something he might say. Last week we talked about Pelosi's phrase, the temple of democracy. And this scripture, woe to the Pharisees, came to my mind. I hear music. We're headed into a break. Don't leave me. I think you're going to find today's show interesting. I found it interesting the way God had to drag me by the hair of my head to bring it to you. So stay tuned. Warm up your coffee. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Anna. we'll be right back. libertytabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338 You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day, or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks.
2: 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778.
1: And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Um, Rudy um, gives me, excuse me, we had our computer turned on. Rudy gives me a um, uh, bunch of quotes that we get on emails from gentlemen, and uh, he just sends them out randomly, you know, constantly. This one's from Ann Rand. We are fast approaching the stage of the ultimate inversion. The stage where the government is free to do anything it pleases, while the citizens may act only by permission. Which is the stage of the darkest periods of human history. The stage of rule by brute force. We've been hearing a lot of that in the news. Murray Sabrin said, Marx is smiling in hell because his evil philosophy of redistribution, which is responsible for the deaths of tens of millions of human beings in the 20th century, has been embraced by not only the greatest generation who fought for freedom in World War II, but also their children and their grandchildren. And Auberon Herbert said, Whatever party name we may give ourselves, this is the question always waiting for an answer. Do you believe in force and authority, or do you believe in liberty? I love that quote. And um, Lou Rockwell said, this is a certain truth. There is a certain truth to the idea that all governments everywhere, are unstable. And the more ambitious they are, the more unstable they become. We are seeing an unstable government and a Marxism government being promoted here in the United States of America. The temple of democracy, where the high priests abused, distorted, and esteemed their positions. Positions not meant for power, but for servanthood to the people. The Pharisees were from from the uh, tribe of Levi, and they did the same thing that our politicians are doing. Well, what convinced me to share the woe to the Pharisees scripture with you was uh, Victor Davis Hansen. Victor Davis Hanson writes, and I very seldom see him quoting any scripture, so I thought, oh my goodness, he's quoting scripture. And then the next one I picked up was from an Anthony Esselin, and it's titled, A Forgotten Piety, and he too quotes scripture. And I thought, okay, my Abba Father is speaking to me. Victor Davis Hansen's article is written in American Greatness. That's amgreatness.com. He's titled it, Feet of Clay Icons. Now, I'm not going to read the entire article to you because it is rather lengthy, but he makes some great points in here. Our most important and cherished institutions, the military, science, and the law, are losing the trust of middle America. And his scripture right at the top, is from Daniel two thirty three. The head of the statue was made of pure gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of baked clay. He says here, Americans mostly have given up on familiar institutions for entertainment, guidance, or reassurance. What we now do... Hollywood, network news, it says what now do Hollywood, network news, the media in general, Silicon Valley, the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, or higher education have all in common. What do they all have in common? A propensity to lecture Americans on their moral inferiorities. Now, don't you think that's kind of humorous? When we talk about Hollywood, I said this a long time ago. You know, they used to have their little segments. that was after-school specials where they gave advice to the children. These were people who couldn't keep their own homes in order. There's scripture about that, too. And yet they're telling everyone else how to live their lives. So he says... They all have in common a a propensity to lecture Americans on their moral inferiorities, a general ethical decline in their own disciplines, and strange obsession to acquire great wealth while living in contrast to what they advocate for others. And also, incompetence. Movies are mostly bad now. The network news is blow-dried groupthink. I love that. Blow-dried groupthink. <laughs> there is no paper of record anywhere. Twitter and Facebook no longer even try to hide their politicized contortions of warped rules and twisted protocols. Don't you find this interesting? Now, this man, I see him as practically a genius, and I think he's... A, You know, I've had some celebrities on the air, but when I had Victor Davis Hanson on, I was just beside myself. I really thought that was probably the worst show I'd ever done myself. He did great because I was just so in awe being not in his presence exactly, but kind of in his presence. Because I think he is so wise. He goes on, he says, professional athletes are now reminders of why no one ever wants to be enlightened by a multi-millionaire quarter-educated narcissists. The public of half-century ago lost faith in academia. It wasn't just that most new bad ideas could be traced to the campus or that hothouse professors increasingly seemed both ignorant and arrogant but rather their product, educating students, was defective. You know it's defective even in the, in the lower grades, you know, in elementary school and in high school when they want to dumb down the testing because the teachers have failed. Now, I had a granddaughter graduate yesterday from high school. And uh, many in that school graduated. I know it's a small school. But many of them, the graduating seniors, had scholarships of some kind. There were only a few that didn't. I think three or four of them have decided to go into the military. Others were going straight into the workforce. There were several that were going into nurses or medical field. Numerous, numerous. Some of them were in agriculture i'm sure they were raised on the farm but i was impressed with this school they had been through a lot this class with the with the uh, covid-19 and coming out of covid-19 and they lost a uh, a member of their class just recently they were strong they show leadership and uh Their teachers were impressed with them. I, I thought that was rather cool. Victor Davis Hansen goes on and he says, no one believes anymore that a BA is synonymous with knowledge. More likely it is infamous, it's euphemism for concurring, incurring a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in debt. But until recently, There were still a few institutions we considered sacrosanct, incorruptible, invincible, amid faith-based assertions, toxic, woke fads, civil dissension, and hatred of the past. One certainly was the military. Another was science, or rather the scientists and the researchers, researchers and the investigators who devoted themselves to disinterested empiricism. Empiricism, excuse me. And the third was the sacred idea of the law, or the idea that Americans respect our statues because they were crafted by ourselves and applicable to all, equally, without exception. All three have lost their luster. Americans do not trust them. At least not in the old way, he says. Perhaps it was the 2020 perfect storm of plague, quarantine, recession, riot, and contentious election. And the red-blue antipathies that ripped off the scab and exposed beneath something far different than the public had assumed. Ripped off the scar. The masking of the people truly unmasked. The Pharisees of the Temple of Democracies. Don't you think? Don't you think that's what we're seeing? We talked about draining the swamp, but the swamp was everywhere. There were only a few little patches of land where patriots stand. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Protect or proselytize is his next topic on this. I found it interesting and I think you would too and we'll keep it for you if you would like to have it feet of clay icons or you can go to americangreatness.com that's a m greatness.com and look up Victor Davis Hanson you're listening to CSC Talk Radio we'll be right back Music. Have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, Victor Davis Hanson has, he has his, this is a long article, and he's got it in, in different uh, chapters, so to speak. Protect or proselytize. The Pentagon, because we were talking about we, the American people have lost, we've lost faith and hope or whatever, um, respect at least for those on the upper crust of our military and even in science, and he gets to the science later. But he says the Pentagon seems to have lost its way. It has transmogrified into cultural engine of change from a defensive force devoted to battlefield supremacy. The Defense Department is charging its tail, ch- I'm sorry, chasing its tail supposedly on the scent of white supremacists and the armed insurrection sort who stormed the Capitol. You know, the temple of democracy. The only problem is that none of the rioters, now sitting in jail without bail and in solitary confinement, have been even been charged with insurrectionary crimes, treason or conspiracies. None used arms. None even possessed them inside the capital. None killed any law enforcement officer, contrary to what we were told. And so far, no architects of the supposed insurrection, most likely a spontaneous riot of ragtag misfits, have been arrested. Four of the five who died were protesters. None died violently at the hand of another, except an unarmed Military veteran who was shot entering a window by an officer whose name, age, and race remain concealed, as does most of the video evidence of the Capitol. Thousands of hours of Capitol videos, the entire mess has been erased. There's only one reason to erase those tapes, and that's because they are evidence there was no true Insurrection. He goes on, he says, in other words, a woke military is pursuing an ideological witch hunt of its own, based on the myth of an epidemic of armed insurrectionists in its ranks. Does the Pentagon scan the enlistments of any youth who rioted, burned, and looted all last summer? Is it afraid there are sympathizers of radical Islamists on the major... Niall Hassan sort, uh, you know, in the 2009 mass murder at Fort Hood that Obama's group called domestic violence, whose killing spree of an unarmed U.S. soldiers apparently worried them, the then Chief of Staff General George Casey, that his diversity initiatives might suffer. He goes on in here and he explains quite a bit of just the military issue. And he talks about here trump 's mere consideration in Je- in june twenty twenty of calling a federal troop to quell the rioting looting and violence and arson was blasted by retired military of tyrannical nazi like most sed- seditious, but all those dangers later did not apply to stationing thirty thousand armed soldiers in the capital amid a barbed wire barricades following the January 6th Capitol assault. Yet Americans do not want their generals conducting political witch hunts. They do not want retired admirals to be known as liberals or conservatives by the nature of their publicity expressed venom against sitting presidents. They do not want the Pentagon weighing in on every contentious cultural and social issue or directing the campaigns to to virtue signaling their political partisanship. I have an article here that says the DOJ seizes $90,000, charges a Black Lives Matter supporter... ...who allegedly stormed the Capitol. He sold footage to news outlets. The Department of Justice sees $90,000 from a Utah man... ...who sold the footage of Ashley Babbitt being shot... ...during the January 6 Capitol breach... ...according to court filings filed by the federal prosecutors. Now, we've all seen that footage. Do you remember this man... He is a Black Lives Matter activist. His name is John Earl Sullivan, a political activist who reportedly attended the Black Lives Matter protest last year and who allegedly agitated rioters into the Capitol. He was charged with new, with new weapons charges, according to the document unsealed last week. John Earl Sullivan... In a file mugshot photograph, so far more than 400 people have been charged in connection to the breach which occurred as members of Congress were voting to certify the 2020 presidential election. I'm going to say something here. I think they were ragtag misfits. They followed the wrong ones. And I think this man and others were agitators there to get them fired up to do things that they shouldn't do. In this, they quote this man... Uh where is that? That he, here he says, I broke it. My bad. My apologies. Well, they already broke a window, so, you know, I didn't know I hit that hard. No one got that on camera. This man is the one, this Black Lives Matter guy, is the one who broke the window. And he was out there trying to agitate the rioters, and you know, sometimes the sheep are pretty easily fooled. And if you go back, if you can ever find them, they may be all erased by now, the footage of them standing outside the Capitol when this started to erupt, and you can hear the Trump people standing there, in they're just bamboozled. I mean, they're just... It's Antifa. It's Antifa. Back away. Back away. It's Antifa because they knew what was happening. Those are probably some who didn't enter. He said at one point he's also heard saying, "I'm ready, bro. I've been too many. I've been to too many riots. I've been to in so many riots. It would be the fire if someone had revolutionary music right now." Prosecutor said that he told them. We're not hearing about this man. We're being told it was Trump supporters that did this. But as Victor Davis Hansen explains to us, none of them were armed. It was an unarmed insurrection, was it not? And then he goes on in this policy and P or PR is his next cap, uh, chapter in this article. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, Spreading panic, superstition, false information, and rumor was at least had this. We at least had the science, right? We could at least rely on science. But American science, the uh, disinterested expertise that created the modern affluent and sophisticated world, we take for granted. But it wasn't to be. The American people could no longer trust the science. The science was distorted. The science was bought and paid for. The science was quieted. Levin was on last night, and he was interviewing a man who wrote a book. I didn't read. You know, everybody's written a book, but this guy was talking about where this COVID nineteen came from, where it originated. And wouldn't you? The point that Levin was making then in the, within this uh, our interview, and later as he closed it up, wouldn't. You as a medical scientist, wouldn't you want to investigate and figure out where this COVID-19 came from that killed a half a million people? Here? Wouldn't you want to know that? But it's silence. The medical science, doctors, investigators, whatever you call them, entrepreneurs, they're silent. Why do you think they're silent? They're silent, I believe, because they already know. And they're not going to tell you. Because Fauci had a little bit to do with it. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow 6-Piece Towel Set that includes 2 bath towels, 2 hand towels, and 2 washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the Radio Listener Special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your or buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code Bethann. Or call one 800 That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. Join Jason Chavis, Tuesday, May 4th, for VT Foundation's 29th Annual Pro-Life Event. Jason is a former congressman and now a Fox News contributor. While serving as representative, Jason rose to chairman of the powerful House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Only the fifth time in 100 years a three-term representative ascended to such a position. Jason is passionate about the value of life, and so is Vite. Vite's digital marketing strategies promote a culture of life while connecting women who are facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Don't miss Jason Chavitz. May 4th, reserve your seat today for either the luncheon or the dinner event. Go to adsforlife.org. Join Jason Chavez and the VK Foundation. May 4th, Jefferson City at the Capitol Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. Register now before the event sells out. adsforlife.org
0: Don't Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now.
2: 800-296-1213. 800-296-1213. 800-296-1213. That's That's 800-296-1213.
1: we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. We didn't bring a whole lot of news, but I hope you've been inspired or at least awakened. Not woke, but awakened. Victor Davis Hanson goes on in this article, and he talks about the policy or the PR. And he talks about the science. We talked about that. And he goes on and he talks about... Laws are laxity. Now, we all saw it all last year, and even it is still going on this year, but they're not showing it. The riots and the looting and the burning of the cities. Wouldn't you hate to live in Portland right now? Some of you live in Portland. I can't call for your call right now, but maybe we could do that later this week. How are you making it? He says, it is illegal to enter the United States without permission, or does unlawful entry warrant instant state subsidy and federal legal help to further violate the law? They're not following the laws. In fact, they're doing the exact opposite. When Donald Trump was president and they were trying to make him, and he was trying to implement the laws that Congress had actually written and passed, they were calling him a racist. They were calling him a nationalist, as if that was something bad. A white supremacist. But he was trying to follow the laws they wrote. That's the job of the President of the United States, is to institute, to make sure the laws are that are passed are taken care of. So Joe Biden... Is doing things against the law. Obama did things against the law. He says, are there even criminals such as arsonists and looters anymore? Or just those naive enough to believe that torching buildings and stealing from pharmacies in small numbers and without the ideology pretenses? It's, it, it's amazing what has happened in this world. In this United States of America. That's my words, not his, obviously. He says, our most important and cherished institutions are losing the trust of middle America. I doubt they will easily recover it or find any such loyal supporters among their new cartier or fair-weather, progressive, psychopaths, and to detriment of us all to the detriment of us all. You know, it's amazing to me what we will follow. This says that a new survey finds almost half of millennials don't know, believe, or care whether God even exists. And that, my friends, is the problem here in the United States of America. We have people like Omar... AOC, Tlaib, Nancy Pelosi, many of them who don't believe in our Constitution yet, they supposedly took an oath to follow it, to preserve it, to protect it. The Republican side as well, the Mitt Romneys, the Liz Cheneys, and the others, there are many of them, even the ones we think are on our side. They're so busy writing new laws and passing bills to punish one another's parties and in the process punish the people, that they've forgotten that they're there to protect our liberty. They're there to secure the borders. They're there only, only as organizers. Many of our states are stepping up. Many of our communities are stepping up. And that's what's gonna happen. That's why I said, woe on the Pharisees and the experts in the law. But who are we? Because without we the people, following God and God's laws and making sure these people do their job right, all is lost. Now, here's a, here's a thing. In Pennsylvania, the voter stripped the governor's powers after he closed churches and left abortion clinics open. It says, if you have used power long enough, you'll lose it. That was the message from the Pennsylvanians to Democrat Governor Tom Wolf, the first chief executive in the country to be stripped of some of his executive authority. The blowback, which was brewing for months. Was a result of the governor's COVID policies, which voters have obviously decided were too oppressive and overreaching. You know, we were all, we were all willing to give two weeks of our lives. 15 days. But then 15 turned into 30. And now we're at a year and a half. And some people still are shut down. Many people lost their jobs. And here's some good news, and then we'll get back to the other article that I found with Scripture. A pro-life activist stops an active shooter outside abortion clinic in Texas. You know, the way to fight abortion is not to go in there with guns and shooting. An armed pro-life activist who had been protesting outside an abortion clinic in San Antonio, Texas, was recently able to stop an active shooter who opened fire on a woman who was entering the facility. You're not going to hear that one in the news. Because the guy with the gun saved the day. America is going to become the wild, wild west once again, aren't we? Because we're not allowing our police to police. And that is by design as well. Well, this is by Anthony Esselin. It's also on American Greatness. And it was when this one, when I saw this article that I decided, okay... I'm going with you, God this is what we're going to do we're going to share the woe unto the pharisees and the experts in law a forgotten piety he says we should honor our forebears for what they bequeathed to us and squirm a little because we would be hard put to say what we are leaving for our children supposedly that we have anyway Supposing that we have anyway. What what are we going to leave? He says, out of Exodus 20.12, Honor thy father and thy mother, says the Lord to the children of Israel, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. I used to quote that to my kids every now and then. (laughs) That you might live long. Our founding fathers left us. An experiment where the people, the people live in freedom. They own their own land. They have the freedom to do and the liberty to do. But what are we leaving for our children today? Destroyed statues, teaching them to hate their country. Teaching them that every one of white race is evil? No. Let's not do that. Let's not be the Pharisees and let's not be the ones that made the idol while Moses was on top of the mountain because they needed something to worship. Let's remember whose we are. We belong to the Almighty God. Whether you believe in Him or not, His laws will keep you safe. And his word will make you free. And if we rely on him, together we will bring America home.
3: Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center. Where heritage and responsibility instill character. Where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence there is a school in american fork where character and embracing the providence of a living god are fundamental where students national test scores average near the 90th percentile based on LDS principles and a love of country now in our 39th year american heritage school is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school what would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork.
4: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, at wedding chapels